because we're together regardless, because, because we're, we're two or three gathered together in his name, um, Christ will be there with us, right? <clears throat> his presence will be there. And whether you're online or you're here, we're still gathering together. So Christ is still here ministering to us and through us. And how good is God? I love that song, the, just the, the goodness of God. I just love to talk about the goodness of God and how good God is and all he's done for us and all, all his blessings and and we've been so thankful during the Thanksgiving holidays. And we're so th- I'm thankful for you. We're so thankful for each one of you, of your love, your kindness, your giving, of your time, talent, your treasures. And we are so honored that you call Kingdom Impact your home. And we're so glad that you are here today. And uh, again, whether you're online or in person. And we, we, st- we do. Today we start off our Advent season. Advent season is, is, is all about waiting. It, but it's not just waiting, it's waiting with expectation. You're, 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 you're looking for something. The whole Advent season was, was waiting on Christ to be born. They were waiting for Christ to be born, and that's what it's all about. And so each week it talks about um, uh, another part of, of, of that, that, that Advent season has faith, hope, um, hope, love, and peace, and joy. Those are the four, four, four weeks. And so today starts off hope. And I, got, I just got a wonderful message here I believe that God's really going to bless you with about hope. And it, it really opened my eyes even as I was studying to some things that uh, I knew, but I didn't, I don't know how to say it. I knew, but I didn't think about. It made sense, but I didn't really think about it. I didn't pontificate it, okay? Um, 1 Corinthians 13, 13. Um, these three things remain, faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. <clears throat> See, you know, sometimes we, in life we think we have no hope. You know, there's been times that I, I felt that way because my hair is in recession and my waistline is, in, is inflating, you know. And so there's a lot of, a lot of things going on in our lives. We, sometimes we feel like there's, there's no hope for stuff, you know. But hope, but, but actually everybody has hope. Everyone in here has hope probably because I'll tell you what, the fact that, that every night before you go to bed, nobody's assured tomorrow, right? The Word of God, nobody's assured tomorrow. But every night before you go to bed, you set your alarm like you're going to wake up right that that that's hope that's god now will lay me down to sleep i pray the lord my soul to keep I, you know I, I'm, I'm hoping that i'm gonna wake up in the morning there are people who pass in the middle of the night but we every night we just trust god and we're like god I, I have hope that everything's gonna be all right and i'm gonna sleep in heavenly peace and i'm gonna wake up in the morning and i'm gonna go about my business and, and do what you call me to do see christians christians are the only one who have a true hope because because christ is hope and without him there is no hope you're hopeless without Christ, you know, and, and, and a lot of people have a hopelessness feeling that, that in a particular situation, okay, they feel hopeless in a particular situation, but the good thing about being a Christian is, is that in every situation, there is hope, you know, some people feel hopeless in a situation, but we got to understand that in every situation, there is hope, and it's all how you look at it, it's all your perspective on how you view what it is. 1 Corinthians 13, 13 again says, Now abide of faith, hope, and love, but the greatest of these is love. See, we get a lot of talk and a lot of teaching about faith and about love. But how often do you hear preaching about hope? You don't very often. Because it's about faith and love, and the greatest of these is love, and we need those two things. But the thing is, is that um, for our faith to work, we have to have hope. Your faith cannot work without hope. Let me tell you why. Um, of Hebrews 11 and 1. Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. This means you have to have hope 
to make faith work, okay? Faith is a substance of the things that you hope for. You're hoping for something to come true and manifest in the, in, in the present, right? So you're ho- you are hoping for something over here and that, 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 that it bec- become a substance, okay? But then faith puts all that together and makes that happen. So you have to have faith cannot work without hope. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. And if you, don't have the sub, if you don't have hope, then you can't have faith. So it's really important to know that. You know, oxygen is, oxygen is to the lungs what hope is to our life. If you're deprived of, of oxygen, <clears throat> you have no, no, no oxygen going to your brain, then most likely you will pass, right? Um, same, same thing, that's the same thing with hope. Hope is oxygen to our spirit. You know, because you know, because that hope gives us gives us a hope. It gives us that dream. It gives us the expectation that something's going to happen. That's why people who are non-Christians, you know, when they when they when they lose all hope and they they feel hopeless, what do they do? They commit suicide because there's no hope. But when we have Christ in our life, there is always hope. We have to keep hope alive, no matter the circumstances, because it's not about the circ. You don't have hope in the circumstances. We have hope in Christ Jesus. Whether it's your marital situation, your financial situation, your mental situation, your emotional situation, your, your, your relationship situation, whatever situation it is, you know, we can have victory in that. So what is, you might ask, what is hope? Hope means to cherish a desire with anticipation. I like that. To cherish a desire with anticipation. It's a desire of expectation of obtainment. When you hope for something, you, you believe that, that it's going to happen, right? Um, hope, or the true meaning behind that. The true meaning of hope is hope with expectation and expectation of confidence that it's going to happen. But in today's society, in today's world, hope has been so watered down that hope really means it's a coin flip. Well, I hope it's going to happen, but I just don't know. Think about it. When we hope for stuff now, it's not... I hope it's going to happen, and we're, and we're hoping with expectation and belief and confidence that it's going to happen. Now, hope ends up being just a, a toy toss, a toy, a coin toss. <laughs> Speaking of pig Latin there. So, but the thing is, is we, have, we have to press on in faith despite the circumstances. We lean so much on circumstances now to dictate the level of our faith and our hope. We've got to quit doing that. We've got to stop letting our circumstances dictate our hope and our, our faith in Christ. We've got to say, my hope and my faith is going to dictate my circumstance. And I'm going to have faith and I'm going to believe and I'm going to trust God. Because when things begin, begin to look hopeless, that's when hope really kicks in. Romans um, 4 and 18. Listen to this. Against all hope, Abraham, in hope, believed, um, believed, and so he became a father to many nations, just as it had been said to him, so shall your offsprings be. So God told Abraham that you're going to be a father of many nations, and he was already in his 70s, but by now he's already in his 90s, close to 100 years old. Okay? It seems pretty hopeless, right? Against hope. Matter of fact, the King James says, even when there was no hope, no, no reason to hope, Abraham kept hoping. There was no reason to hope. You're 90 years old. You could be, you know, hey, a miracle happens. You could be father of a baby. But to be father of many nations, how is that going to happen? 
when there was no reason to hope, he still had hope. Listen, church, we can't lose our hope. We can't lose our hope. There's a lot of people today losing hope because of all the things that's going around us. You know what? You're losing your hope because your faith is in what's around us, not in God. We got to get our focus back to God and say, "My hope is in You, not in the, not in not in the the stocks and 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 the Nasdaq and all that stuff and this and that and the other and who's that and who's that. It doesn't matter who's governor, who's president, who's who's in Congress. It don't it don't matter. My hope's in You. This pandemic, we're we're letting the pandemic make us lose lose hope. We need to have hope and believe and trust God and say, even though sometimes there's no reason to hope, I'm still going to hope. That's what Christians do. If you can only keep your hope alive, you can be victorious in Jesus. There's no hopeless situations. There's only people who grow hopeless about them. There's no hopeless situation. Nothing is ever hopeless. We only grow hopeless about it. We feel like there's, you know, well, there's just, you might as well just give up. No, never give a hope, uh, never give up, because somebody somewhere has made it through that situation, somewhere, at some point in time. There's never a hopeless situation. Yeah, but they said I got stage four cancer. Well, you know what? Somebody gotten healed of stage four cancer. You know, my marriage is just over. Somebody has been in a worse situation than you have in your marriage, but, it, but God healed that marriage. But I'm broken. I'm under a bridge. There's some people right now that's, in, that's up on Wall Street that used to be under a bridge. You know, and I, don't, you don't, I don't care what your situation is. There is hope. But the reason that we end up and stay where we're at, hopeless, is because we, we give up on our hope and we stay hopeless. There were some researchers a number of years ago. I'm not, I don't advocate at all um, animal uh, testing and stuff, um, except for in rats. And this was a rat story. So, because um, I just can't stand rats. But, but the thing is, is when we were in Israel, there was, I, got a, I need to show you all the video one day. We were in Israel, and there's a big old rat come running right through all of our crowd. We were, we, we were trying to get out of the way of everybody and trying to get down. It was crazy. We, we, we were in a little, a little back alley because we, we wanted to meet, and there wasn't no place to meet, so we kind of went to this little alley place. Okay, anyway, I should let that out. But, but anyway, so the researchers, they had these two sets of, of rats, right? And so what they did was they took these rats and put them in, in, a, in, a, in a tub of water. And one set of rats died within an hour because he just left them there. They swam, 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 and they died. The other set of, 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 of uh, uh, rats that they had, every once in a while they would go and grab the rat and they would pick him up and let him breathe a little bit and then put him back down. Guess how long they lasted? 24 hours. They swam for 24 hours. You know why? Because they had the hope that somebody bigger than them up above would grab them up and give them a break and give them a help and let them rest and let them breathe and then they would get put back down into that again. Does it sound familiar? Do we, aren't we just symbolic rats and we're, just, and, we're, and we're just like, we're just waiting for God to pick us up out of the mire and out of us drowning and say, okay, you can breathe, you can make it, keep going, don't give up hope. And then we, then we get put back into this world again and we just keep going, keeps going over and over and over. We got to get to the place where we have a hope in Christ that no matter how bad it gets, we never give up hope because we know that there's going to be a break, that God's going to, that, that God will not allow no temptation to be greater than we can bear without giving us a way to escape. And that with God, all things are possible. We got to keep going and say, God, I'm never going to give up hope no matter what the circumstance was. David himself, 
he sat in sackcloth and ashes, and they're like, there's no hope for your son. He's like, I will sit right here and fast and pray in these ashes until he dies. And once he dies, he got up, brushed himself off, and went on. But he was not giving up hope until God chose to heal him in heaven. Sometimes we just got to trust that God's going to reach down and rescue us. Like those laboratory guys did. They reached down, and all they needed was just some hope that maybe it's going to happen again. We've got to have that hope. So why do we have hope? Because we serve a God who cannot lie. And Romans 15 and 13 says, Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace and believing, that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Now may the God of hope fill you. We have a God that is a God of hope. He is the God of hope. Number two, um, because Jesus, who is our hope, and his resurrection. 1 Timothy 1 and 1 says, Paul, the apostle of Jesus Christ, by commandment of our Lord Jesus Christ and um, the, the Lord Jesus Christ, our hope. So we got a God of hope, and then Jesus is our hope. And in 1 Peter 1 and 3 says, um, Blessed be the God our Father um, of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to his abundant mercy has begotten us again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Because Jesus Christ rose from the dead, we can have hope that our situations can resurrect. We also can have a hope because Jesus Christ rose from the dead, that God, that God's power, his keeping power, rose Jesus Christ from the dead, that one day, that whenever, whenever Christ comes back, that, that we will rise again. We have hope in that. We have hope in the rapture. And we have hope if we pass before that, that we're going to go and, and leave this earth and those that are alive and remain will be caught up in the air. The fact that Jesus resurrected gives us hope. Number three, it's, it's an anchor. Hope is an anchor to our soul. Hebrews 6, 18 and 19. So God has given both the promise and his oath. These two things are unchangeable because it is impossible for God to lie. Therefore, who, um, we who have fled to him for refuge can have a great confidence as we hold on to the hope that lies before us. This hope is strong and trustworthy anchor. This hope is a strong and trustworthy anchor for our souls. It leads us through the curtain into the inner sanctuary. It is, a, it is an anchor um, for us. You remember, I don't remember if you know, remember the convention book on page 150, there was a song called, There is a Hope. It was like, there is a hope that is steadfast and sure. There is an anchor that will endure. You know, my anchor holds. And that's what it is. Being in the military, I know what, it's, what an anchor does. It's, it's a big old anchor, and it holds, it holds you in, and it holds you still, so you don't go afloat, and you don't go away. And whenever you go up to, to, to the dock, it, it, you, you anchor out to give you security, so you can put the ropes out, and in, in, in the ship won't beat up against the walls of, of the dock. It's very important. An anchor is, it, it secures the ship. It, so you're not, you're not tossed all over the place. And our anchor, Jesus Christ, secures us so we're not tossed all over the place. Don't let your hope be lost because it secures your soul. Don't ever let the enemy cut your anchor. Has anybody ever, any man ever, I'm sure, I'm sure you're a raper. Raper, you ever lost an anchor? You know, you're out there docking out. You know, and, and, and sometimes you drag and it just unties or what have you, and, it, and you, you lose an anchor, man. And, and, and you lose it, and without an anchor, you're just going to drift. You just drift, and you, there's no telling where you're going to go. But with Christ in our life, he's our anchor, and when we don't have Christ in our life, we drift. You'll never get, and number, and the fourth one, you never get disappointed or feel ashamed if we keep hope alive. Romans 5 and 5 says, hope does not disappoint or make us ashamed. 
never disappoints or make us ashamed. We should never throw in the towel. It should never be an option for us to throw the towel in. You know what, for ladies, if you don't watch boxing or fighting, when it, what would happen is if, if the boxer would get in trouble and it's getting beat up too bad, the, the coach would, could just throw the, the, a white towel in there saying, we give up, we quit. It's kind of like raising the white flag, but it's throwing, it, throwing in the towel. We quit, we give up. With God, we can never throw in the towel. We can never stop hoping. So let me just read real quickly through some, some scriptures on hope. Revelations 15, I mean, I'm sorry, Romans 5, 15 and 4. For whatever things were written before were written for our learning, that, that we through the patience and the comfort of the scriptures might have hope. This word of God right here is a, the book of hope. This is a whole book of hope. That's all that is. It's a, hope of, a book of hope and a book of promises. And, and the scriptures give us hope. He gave us scriptures to give us hope. He, give, he gave us stories to, to, to give us hope. He gave us analogies and like, and like uh, uh, you know, those parables to give us hope. God gave us these scriptures so we can have comfort. Psalms 33 and 18. Behold, the eye of the Lord is upon them, and they fear them upon them that mercy, hope is his mercy. If you, if you fear God, and I say fear God, meaning and you're in awe of God, you fear God and you put your hope in Him, God's eye is upon you. Psalms 42.5, David said this, why are, thou so, why are thou so downcast, O my soul? And why are you disquieted in me? Hope thou in God, for I yet shall praise Him for the hope of His countenance. This is David telling his soul, why are you so down? Why are you so downcast? Why are you so beaten down today? Have hope in God. He's talking to his spirit. He's talking to his soul. And he's saying, have hope. Don't give up hope. Proverbs um, 10 and 28. The hope of the righteous shall be gladness, but the expectation of the wicked shall perish. Joel thir um, 3 and 16. <laughs> Joel 3 16. The Lord shall roar out of Zion and utter his voice from Jerusalem. And the heavens and the earth shall shake, but the Lord will be the hope of his people and the strength of the children of Israel. The world is shaken right now, but the Lord will be the hope of his people. Amen? I mean, come on, we should have shouted the whole place down right there. That was your opportunity. But this world has been shaken by so much stuff going on in it right now, but the Lord will be the hope of his people and give strength to his children. Zechariah chapter 9 um, and 12 return to the stronghold you prisoners of hope even today I will declare to you that I will restore double to you see we, I love that it says that we're prisoners of hope we need to be prisoners of hope where we're so attached to it we are handcuffed to hope and we are prisoners to it we're not going to let go of it we're not going to release it we're going to constantly have the hope and belief and the faith in God that all things are going to work out for the good we got to keep our hope alive. And how do you do that? How do you keep your hope alive? First off, you have to have a possible mentality. A possibility, I'm sorry, a possibility mentality. Mark 9 and 23. To him that believes, all things are possible. To him that believes. We have to have an, a, possi a possibility um, mentality and a thought process and a mindset. That no matter what happens, no matter how far it goes, all things are possible. No matter how bad your health goes, your situation, your finances, your marriage, your, your children, no matter, you know what, but God, with God, with all things are possible. I'm going to hope against hope. 
I'm gonna, even though there's no reason to hope, I'm going to hope anyway because I am a prisoner of hope. What are your thoughts about the situation? Because Proverbs 23 and 7 says, a man, so a man thinks in his heart, so is he. If you don't have hope in your heart, then you're not going to be a hopeful man or woman. Because every situation is subject to change. You know, some people say, but what if I keep my hope and nothing happens? Then God had a different plan. And you're going to still have, because you have kept your hope, what, what came to pass is good because God's involved in it. But when you don't have hope, then it's all gone. But when you have hope, and you believe in hope in something and trust in something, and then something else happens, it still happened because you had hope. If you didn't have hope, you wouldn't have anything. And plus, it happens the way God designed it to happen. God is by our side, and he, he will restore us. We've got to refuse to throw in the towel. Jabez, in, in 1 Chronicles um, 4 and 10, he was born in sorrow. And he had a very difficult start to his life. And he could have remained there, but he prayed a little prayer. And it says, And Jabez called on the Lord of, of God, the God of Israel, saying, Oh, that you would bless me indeed, that you enlarge my territory, that your hand would be upon me, and that you would keep me from evil and may not cause pain. And God granted him that request. Why? Because he didn't have, he didn't have a, he was in a bad situation. He grew up in a, in, in a bad, bad part. He had lots of, lots of bad pain and a lot of sorrow in his life, but he had hope, and God granted his request and answered his prayer. Hezekiah was told by the prophet, a prophet told him, you're going to die. You're going to die. And so what did Hezekiah say? He said, I got hope I ain't going to die. So Isaiah 38, 2 through 5, remember now, O Lord, this is Hezekiah's prayer, remember now, O Lord, I pray how I have walked before you in truth with a loyal heart and have done what is good in your sight. And Hezekiah wept bitterly, and the, and the word of the Lord came to Isaiah, go tell Hezekiah, thus saith the Lord, the God of David your father, I have heard your prayer, I have seen your tears, and I will add 15 years to your life. Because he had hope. He had faith and hope, and he trusted God. He said, God, I'm not done yet. I got more stuff I got to do for you, and I know you got stuff for me to do. Don't let me die now. And God granted that gift. I'm not going to pray that prayer until I get there because I might not feel like living when I get that old. I might be done with it. Just got, got to rest for my next 15 years in heaven. I can't take it no more. Right now, I want, I want 15 more years, okay? But in 15 years, we'll, we'll talk about it again. But remember, also, one thing you got to do is, I, I, John, there's a couple of these these title, these little points here that um, I, I, I forgot to put on there, and I'm sorry. But the next one is, remember your past victories. Lamentations 3, 21. It says, this I recall to my mind, therefore I have hope. This I recall to my mind, therefore I have hope. You have to remember past victories. Remember that God took you through it. You came through it. You didn't feel like there was no hope, and God helped you. And you remember that. You're like, you know what? But he came through. He's faithful. Psalms 103, bless the, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that's within me. Bless his holy name and forget not his benefits. That's what David said. So he was saying, again, he was talking to his soul. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that's within me. Bless his holy name. And don't forget what God's done for you. Don't forget all the benefits that God has done for me. We need to remember our past victories. When David was going to fight Goliath, what did he do? 
he was sitting there and he and he and he said you know hey god has delivered me i have de- god has delivered me from the mouth of the lion and from the bear and now he's delivered me from the hand of this uncircumcised philistine he remembered back he was pumping himself up god helped me overcome a bear and a lion and now he's gonna help me kill you he, he thought back about victories in his past where god was with him and because he had hope and that and that by thinking back that that increased his hope and his faith in god to go forward the next one is you have to remain joyful Romans 12 12 rejoicing in hope we have to rejoice in hope wherever there is joy there's going to be hope because the spirit of sorrow or sadness in your life in the name of Jesus we have to overcome that it causes us of sorrow and sadness and we just rebuke sorrow and sadness and depression over your life in the name of Jesus today every spirit of depression during this season every spirit of discontent every spirit of 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 hopelessness every spirit of sorrow right now in the name of jesus i rebuke that in your life and i just pray that the spirit of the of joy peace love and happiness and hope return to you today what the enemy wants for you to do is to deny to deny the lord in the midst of all the challenges and challenge your faith he wants you to lose faith and he starts with you losing your faith by losing your hope you lose your hope then you lose your faith and then you lose it all so how do we get hope well first off you have to be born again and connected being born again connects you with the God of hope and the sacrifice of his son hope and when you detach yourself from that connection then you lose hope number two by patiently believing by believing patiently Hebrews 6, 11 and 12. And we desire each one of you to show the same earnestness to have the full assurance of hope until the end, so that you may not be sluggish, but imitators of those through, who through faith and patience inherit the promises. We have to, to be strong and have the assurance and hope to the end. We have to have perseverance. We can't give up and get sluggish on our hope. And then another, another thing is, is by feeding on the Word of God, Romans 15 and 4. For whatever things were written before were written for our learning through the patience and comfort of the Scriptures that we might have hope. Scriptures give us that hope. Another thing how we get hope is through the power of the Holy Spirit, Romans 15 and 13. I pray that God, the source of hope, Paul was saying, I pray that God, the source of hope, will fill you completely with joy and peace because you trust Him. Then you will overflow with confident hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let's read that again. That was beautiful. This is what Paul said. I pray that God, the source of hope, will fill you completely with joy and peace um, because you trust in Him. Then you will overflow with confident hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. Man, that is just wonderful. And that is my prayer for you today. Hope is a very powerful virtue. Never give up on hope in any situation. God is, God is able to make all things possible. There was this woman, and she was she was a very wise woman, and she, I'm closing in this, but she had this, she was in the mountains, and she went in this cave, and she found this precious stone. And she saw it, and she knew that it was pretty valuable. And so she put that, that stone in her 
her, her little bag, and she went on, and she saw this man that was starving and so, so hungry, and he begged her, please give me some food. And he looked in there, and he saw some, some food, and, and she gave him some food, and, she gave, and he asked her, I said, can I have that stone too? Because he's thinking, man, I, I recognize that. I can make some money off that and, and, and eat for a while. And without hesitation, she grabbed the stone and gave it to him, and he left. And she thought nothing else about it. Two days later, he came back to her and wanted to talk to her. And I want to read this because it's just so powerful. This is an unknown author of the story. But he said, I've been thinking, he said, I know how valuable that stone is, but I give it back to you in the hope that you'll give me something back even more precious. Give me what you have that enabled you to give me something more precious. Give me what you have within you that enabled you to give me that stone. He's like, that stone's good. But for you to have that stone that is so powerful and so, so valuable in money, what inside you allowed you, enabled you to help to give me that stone knowing how valuable it was? I want that because that's more valuable than the stone. To have that heart of giving, that heart of love, that heart of hope that, you know what, I'll find another one. I'll just go on, but this person needs this right now. That, that heart of, of, of expectation of, you know what, hey, and so he's seeking, look, I, that's great. I've been thinking about this stone. I could turn it in and get lots of money and eat for, for a month. But you know what? I want what you got. I want what you got. They, they helped you give that to me. And we're so quick to hand out some money to somebody to bless them, to, to do this, to grace and put somebody some food. But when we do all that, are we sharing Jesus? That's so much more valuable than what we're giving people. We help people. We do outreach. Yeah, we do an outreach. Doing outreach all over the world. We do, we're doing this. We're doing this. We're going to Israel. We're blessing the. Uh, but, but are we giving anybody Jesus? We've got to give Jesus. We can do busy. Remember what I talked about last week? We can, ha we can have, we can be, you know, do busy work, activity, but no action. Action is Jesus. So I don't know where you're at today in your hope life. Don't give up hope. Don't throw in the towel on hope. I don't care how bad it looks, how, how, how atrocious it looks. I don't care what's going on. I don't care if you, no, no part of your life. I don't care what part of your life that you feel this in, whether it's in your health, in your marriage, in your children, in your, in your future, in your job, in your finances, in your, in your emotions. I don't care what it is. Don't give up hope. Think back. Remember back. Go to the scriptures and get hope. Remember all these things and don't give up. Even when there's no hope, hope. Be like Abraham, against all reason to hope, I'm going to hope. Because God is a God of impossibilities. So I pray today that, that I have somehow lit that fire of hope in you again. That you are beginning to hope for some things that you thought might have been over or might have been done with what have you and we're just going to believe today that the hope has reignited in you and because that hope is reignited your faith is going to be stronger and then you're going to have that hope of the substance of things of things hoped for and that faith is going to bring all that to flourishment and and then god is going to reign and he's going to get the glory and the praise for it praise god Heavenly Father, we just thank you right now for this season of hope. God, don't ever let us lose hope in you. God, don't let us lose hope that you are in control of all things, including this world. 
God, don't ever let us lose hope. Let's constantly focus on you, God, and think back about the things that we need to think back about. Read the scriptures of hope, God. Encourage ourselves, God. Be with one another, God. And against all hope, still hope. And I just pray in the name of Jesus that if there's anybody in this place, Father, that is hopeless, that hope has sparked in their life today, in some part of their life, that hope is ignited. If there's anybody watching our family online, God, if anybody there, it feels hopeless, God, that tonight, today, Father, that, that, that the fire ignites in them a fire of hope for that substance so they can have the faith to see it through. Thank you, Lord. We bless you and honor you today, and we give you glory and praise for it all. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name.